You've got the Out of Bounds Show. Powered by Superior Foundation. Superior Foundation will take care of your family. I like that Superior Foundation drop for all your foundation repairs. Superior. Superior Superior.ms. That Yazoo Clay will get you. But they'll take care of you at Superior Foundation. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. This is the Out of Bounds Show. And uh, our hit here with Mike Dettelier is brought to you by Sound and Communications. And yes, 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 they are the leader providing leading-edge audio and visual for churches, businesses, and sports facilities. Soundcomav.com. Mike Dettelier joins us on the Corona Premier Guest Line, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Mike D., you know, Years ago, when you and I were young, Monday Night Football was the deal, and um, and then it kind of lost its fastball, and 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 ESPN execs got into it with, or maybe couldn't get on the same page with NFL execs. Uh, there's a new leadership team at Disney slash ESPN. The last few years, they've cultivated a better relationship, and uh, also they couldn't figure out the booth at times, other than Tariko Gruden for a for a window there. Now they have Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and they've got some star power going. So with a better relationship between ESPN and the NFL and the star power number one broadcast team, do you expect to see Monday Night Football take it to another level and get some more sizzle like it did when you and I were growing up? I don't know if it'll get it to that level uh, because you, when you think about it, uh, uh, you know, Monday Night Football was kind of the only show other than the regular Sunday games. And uh, I think what's really cut into it more than anything is the production and the level of games that we see on Sunday night. It's hard to match that. I mean, that, that NBC's done a great job with that. you got to give them full credit. Uh, not only the games, but how it's shown to you. And they, they, they make it exciting, and they've had a run where a lot of those games on Sunday nights have been really, really good. So uh, I I don't know if it'll get back to that same level, but it will be better, better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think certainly with the team of Buck and Aikman, it, it'll give them some month. Uh, they're kind of the only show in town on Monday night. You, you shouldn't take a back seat, you know, right. uh, at that particular deal, but – it, it and has lost its luster. At one time, man, I remember I was just a kid when it first started, but that was something when it rolled into town. I mean, really, it was kind of like a rock and roll show uh, when they hit there. That's true, Mike. It, oh, big time, you know, because, you know, it, it was, you know, Dandy Don and Cosell and Frank Gifford, and it was bigger than the, sometimes the game that they were coming to town. And Cosell was the lightning rod for it. And he enjoyed that part uh, tremendously. And Dandy Don, you know, he he was just this laid-back, cool dude, you know, from Texas. And, you know, hey, listen to games playing. I'm going to just tell you what I think. And Frank sort of tried to keep the three of them together. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was interesting how that dynamic that, you know, I give Ray Rune Arledge. He, he was full credit. Uh, Terry O'Neill uh, told me this story because uh, Terry was an assistant uh, at that time at ABC. And Terry went on to become 
the head of CBS Sports, head of NBC Sports. He was at ESPN uh, for a while. He was also executive vice president of Saints uh, when Mike Ditka was there. But he was at ABC, and he told me the story about how that all pieced together and how a lot of people in the NFL did not want Cosell involved at all. <laughs> but, man, it worked, didn't it? It got a lot of people's watching. Um, and, you know, he did those, you know, halftime deals where you didn't get to see a lot of that like you see today. It was covered totally different. But uh, I, I think now with the new crew, it's going to be intriguing on, on how it's done, how it's produced, and um, the, the games are a big part of it. And the other angle is gambling today. Now, you always had it, but it wasn't legalized unless you was in Las Vegas. <laughs> so, you know, you had a lot of it going on, just wasn't legal. Uh, but I, I think now have a lot of people watching, uh, tremendous watching. But it's the production of the broadcast. And I thought what Rune did back in the 70s and early 80s, it revolutionized how you watch the game. And uh, I remember Buddy D telling me this story that he was on ABC at that time, and they strongly encouraged the local networks to have a half an hour kind of lead into Monday Night Football. And he had it here in New Orleans with uh, from the press box which was a show really dedicated to the Saints and LSU and Tulane but, uh, football, but it, it sort of led into it. Now today, I mean, <laughs> the, the lead-in is huge, and I think sometimes that sort of kills things, you know, uh, because you can have it for way too long. But uh, my goodness, um, we, we've come a long way in, in how sports is produced, especially NFL-wise, and um, it's really – reality TV. Yeah. That nope, we nope. see every week is reality TV. And I think people like that, you know, particular part. And also to the gambling part, but also to fantasy football, uh, when there's a lot of people that know football a little bit, but they're involved with fantasy football. They don't maybe particularly pull for a team. They pull in for their players. And uh, let me – make this that it's not offensive but you know i have people who are uh, let's just say very mature uh in age and they're in fantasy football because their grandsons are yeah <laughs> and so you know I, I get all these texts and emails and and things sent to me about can you give me this is what i think i'll pick and this is what I'm looking at in rounds four, five, and six. <laughs> and so it's a connection to a younger generation that, okay, you know, my grandson's involved or my granddaughter's involved, and, and I want to be involved too. And, you know, and you, you passed a certain age uh, where um, you, you are getting that Social Security check. And so for them, you know, it, it's kind of the connection. And so there's a lot of uh, things involved there, why you watch uh, pro football. And it is the biggest reality show on TV today. No question about it. And and it's been through some, some rough roads a little bit here and there. But, man, they survived, Bo. Yeah. It's like, you know, the Teflon. <laughs> no matter what happens, they, they come out of it, and they come out of it on top. It's It's amazing. It really is. 
It's nothing like we've ever seen on television today in our lifetime, how it has survived the, the, the good, the very good, some little down moments, and yet it's more popular today than you and I saw it when we were growing up. True. Hey, Mike, I know you live it. I know you've been covering the Saints for 35 years in the draft. But um, going to Vegas two weeks ago and experiencing the draft in Vegas, walking through all the hotels and casinos and just all the fans dressed up, all of them debating who they're going to draft in the fourth and fifth and sixth round. I, it's like you said, <laughs> it's it, it's good for you and I, but it is insanity. But the passion has never, ever, ever been more as far like as this. the NFL. Right. Well, like what you see today, um, and, uh, you know, I heard it a few years back when, you know, certainly the the flame got lit, and there were a lot of people, I'm not watching uh, football anymore. Those guys are going to kneel. I'm, I'm not watching it anymore. And I, I respect your opinion if you're not going to do it. Um, certainly, you, you have that right to do it. But you're only hurting yourself if you love to watch football and you're not watching. Okay? Uh, I agree. I try to tell people that, listen, I, I respect what you're saying. And in the day, would always tell me, I know it's part of your life, but I, I can't do it anymore. Okay, I respect that. If that's how you feel about it, I, I, I can live with that. And you can live with that, apparently. But if you love to watch it, you know, who are you hurting here? You're not hurting the NFL. Okay, you're not hurting the NFL by any means. We're not watching, uh, and if you love to watch football, you know the, the only person you hurting here is you. But but I respect your you know your thoughts on why you won't do it uh, or won't watch. But uh, I hear very little of that today. Uh, I've, I've had a good friend of mine. He he quit watching the NFL at least four times, and he can tell you more about a game today uh, <laughs> than I can sometimes. Uh, I mean, it is true. I mean, you know, because you know, he he's quit watching the NFL numerous times. Hey, and he'll Mike, give me we're only here a, a so long, of it. and it's fun and it's entertainment. And like you said, it's never been better. Quarterback play's no. never been better. That watching it on TV's never been better. And I'm going to watch the Red Zone and, and Dallas and the Saints and so on. Mike Dettelier. And you think about it, too, Bo, uh, what ESPN did with Peyton and Eli mm -hmm. and gave you another version of it. 